Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I always make a joke. I, I feel like maybe he tricked me into building a business <laughs> because I mean, like the little sister trope is real. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Tea with Abby, the show where we sip and talk the tea, also known as the truth, what it is really like to run a business, particularly in this season, what it is like to run a business with someone who you have a relationship with outside of your work relationship. We're talking to co-founders who are not only just co-founders, but husband, wives, cousins, sister-in-laws, and in this case, brother and sister, Sean and Katie. Welcome, you guys. How are you doing? Good morning. Hi, thank thanks for having good. us. Uh, Excited to be here. Cheers. Cheers. Sparkling water. <laughs> Spindrift. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Spindrift, sponsor us. Um, that's why we did it. We're just trying to (laughs) So I'm coming to you guys from my bedroom, a pseudo uh, studio in Austin, Texas. Where are the two of you this morning? We are in my guest bedroom, pseudo office. Turned office office during the pandemic. pandemic, yeah. (laughs) There's babies and dogs running around, so. Yeah. (laughs) Fabulous. And you're on the West Coast, right? Yes, yeah, San Diego. San Diego. Oh, beautiful. But used to be here in Austin. Yes. Yeah, yes. Both. Send us some barbecue, please. Yeah, both of us did our undergrad at UT. So. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. You you said the babies and the dogs, and and uh, I feel like everyone at this point has just kind of accepted that we all are humans, and life is going to happen, and here we are. Yeah. We're making it work. Um, how have you guys been over the last several months? Um, has your family been healthy? Have you been well? Yeah, we've been pretty fortunate. Family's all healthy. You know, I think, um, as well as my family members, I guess, we all go through that, like, that cycle that we're all going through, right? Where it's like, okay, like, we're fine. We got this to like, oh my God, what's, what's going on? Life's miserable. The anxiety, the trying to get used to it. And it's, you know, it's been a whirlwind, but I think overall we've been pretty healthy and pretty good. Yeah. I think for us too, we've been really fortunate um, not to have anyone, you know, get really ill or anything with anything for that yeah. matter. Um, and then, yeah, just that cycle, right? It's like some days you're like, I can do this. Other days you're like, it's Groundhog Day. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> yeah. So I'm curious as a company, um, I'll explain what you guys do in a second and founders of this business, um, to have it better. Um, what has that experience been like? Do you, can you practice what you preach as easily as the business that you have? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's tough, but you know, for me, kind of like I'm all in on habits. And so that's, you know, that's the bedrock, right? That's what helps, helps keep your sanity is having the routines, having the habits. So it's like the world is literally in some cases burning around you, but you know what? I've got these things and, and this forms my baseline and allows me to, you know, just kind of keep calm and carry on, so to speak. (laughs) Um, I'll have to say he's, yeah, he's definitely better at that than I am. He's a very like, 
practice what you pe preach. And as you get to talk to us more, you'll really start to see our differences here. I have, <laughs> I have my, my go-to like wellness habits and stuff like that, but I'm much more of also kind of a little bit messy with them, especially in this kind of arena. You know, I, luckily I'm a, I'm, I'm a licensed therapist as well. So I, you know, in working with my clients, I'm kind of like, oh yeah, like as I tell them to do this, like, oh, maybe I should do that today too. Um, but he, yeah, can study throughout this whole thing, I think. It's kind of creepy. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's I mean, it's, yeah, for me, it's, uh, I, you know, I was really obsessed with it before all of this happened and it just became like that much more apparent, you know, like as we went into this, like, hey, this really helps me. I'm, you know, like I'm an early riser. So I do a lot of mine. Uh, part of being an early riser is me naturally. Part of it is I have a one-year-old that's running around. And so if I can beat him up, then I get a few hours of, of sleep. Yeah. Wow. So for our audience out there, uh, this brother and sister duo have created a business called Habit Better, which essentially is a toolkit um, that helps you learn habits that you want to keep. And uh, Katie, you are a licensed family and marriage therapist. Sean, you are an MBA and entrepreneur. Where did this business get started? Um, how did you guys kind of come together and why? Uh, obviously, it sounds like it's kind of naturally who you are as people in your, in your therapy practice. And, and Sean, you were just alluding to your own nature. Um, where did this go from being something you guys obviously were talking about to turning it into a business? <laughs> yeah, so it a lot of iterations. <laughs> um, you know, I think uh, there 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 were aha moments along the way. I think for me, um, you know, pre-pandemic, pre all this, you know, like years ago, I was in a car accident, and habits became a real anchor point as I had to like relearn to do things. So I was a passenger and suffered a, a, a traumatic brain injury, wow. and habits became you know, as part of my rehabilitation, kind of like when I had to relearn how to do certain things and everything, it was like just the habit of, of doing that day after day of, you know, getting in the habit of journaling, getting in the habit of meditation, you know, because all that type of stuff has been proven to like help um, neurogenesis. And so that kind of was the seed, right? Mm -hmm. And then I was like, man, this helps me. I used to not be as regimented as I am now. I was always an early riser. I always had a plan. But I, you know, my plan kind of, you know, went up and down and left and right and, and stuff like that. Um, and so habits really helped me key in and just like achieve at a sustainable pace mm -hmm. so that, you know, like I could do it day in and day out. Um, and then I wanted to share kind of my experience with the world. And I was like, yeah, but I hate when people go out there and we're like, this works for me. It should work for everyone. Mm -hmm. And so I, that's, I kind of turned to yeah. Katie and was like, hey. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I always make a joke. I, I feel like maybe he tricked me into building a business because I mean, like the little sister trope is real. I was just right? gonna like, ask who's the older sibling. He's the older one. Okay. <laughs> and so like kind of kind of like a journey for us. Like he, you know, it's like little sister always wants to play with older brother, right? And I've kind of been following him my whole life. It's kind of a family joke. Like I was more kind of like, well, like, like didn't really have a plan. You know, I was kind of just like, what's most fun for me to do today? Um, whereas he was more, you know, kind of planning out his life. And so he ended up going to UT and then lo and behold, a, you know, year, two years later, I was like, 
I'm going to go to UT. And And then even past that, then he goes to, moves out here to San Diego to go to um, University of San Diego for grad school. And a year later, I'm like, hey, um, I I think I'm going to apply to USD. And so I've just been basically following him. Thank God every place he's gone has been also great for me too. (laughs) (laughs) That would have sucked if I'm like, I'm going to follow him to Idaho. Like, I don't think I would have thrived there. But um, he then asked me and saying like, hey, like, do you want to come over? I want to talk to you about like an idea. And I think what that triggered for me is like, Big Brother wants to like play with me. Great. And so I go over there. He pitches me the idea and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then 10 or 20 structured meetings later, I'm like, this was a trap. (laughs) (laughs) We're actually building a business. What? Yeah. Wow. That's a really beautiful organic story and and way to take, I think um, a lot of entrepreneurs find something beautiful and something uh, devastating or tragic or difficult that happens and then turning it into a golden opportunity. Kind of like this pandemic right now where I'm, I'm interested in, you know, people have a lot of, you're privileged if you have a lot of time on your hands. There's a lot of people who also have um, a lot of mental stress because of job security, or you're a business owner like ourselves, which adds a whole other weight to uh, your shoulders of trying to figure out how do I survive, pay my bills, or you have a family where you're not able to take your kids out in a normal way. Um, As as people have been dealing with these sort of new challenges, is the trend, do you think, towards a little more self-discovery? Um, has Habit Better seen an uptick in customers? Like, what, what has that been like for you guys over the last few months? Yeah, well, I think it's, it's kind of like, I, like you were saying, people are kind of, you know, isolated a little bit more. And um, the psychosocial stress is a little bit heavier on all of us. So naturally, what happens with that, and I see it with my therapy clients too, is like, we're now kind of feeling all the things that we normally didn't feel because we were always doing, 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 right? And like, I'm going to go here and I go to my office and I, you know, this is the work that I do. And our days were kind of like a little bit more structured, right? Like this, whether the structure was imposed on us or not. And now we're, we are kind of sitting with a little bit more and we're, we're kind of faced with these insane scenarios and situations that are going to be triggering us in different ways. So I do think um, both with my clients and the people that have uh, reached out to have it better and, and started um, uh, tuning into our program and our courses, they're craving something that's going to either reduce their stress and anxiety. Um, you know, like you were saying, this kind of self-discovery, kind of like tune into like, oh, wow, like I'm not like this, it's, this it kind of opportunity, like damn, what avenues or paths might I have now and how do I get there? How do I achieve them? So it has, you know, we kind of made a joke both in, my therapy practice and then here we're like oh this is kind of like a great time to like be like hey we can help (laughs) help you yeah yeah just to carry on that i think a lot of it is um you know people they're thinking like they're sitting and thinking and and sometimes it's good sometimes it's like being trapped in your own thoughts because there's you know nothing else to do um but I think on the whole, you know, people sitting back and thinking is good, right? You know, like 
people taking time for introspection, having time, um, and is good. And and Chief Justice uh, Roberts actually gave a commencement speech at one point to like, I believe his son's uh, high school class. But he he uses this phrase and it's find the message in my misfortune. And I think that's really you know, something to key in on during this time. It's like, where's the opportunity? Where's the message in, in my misfortune? And that's really, you know, like Habit Better is all about finding the message in your life, you know, exploring what's going on inside. And that's, you know, kind of amped up when, when you're dealing with a lot of stress, internal, external, um, stuff like that. So we've seen uh, a good uptick in kind of engagement, interested in, in taking up habits and, and realizing like, man, I don't have this external structure. I, I need to create my own or it will be created for me, you know, because you're going to form habits one way or the other. Yeah. Right, right. Very cool. Yeah, that's, a, I like that point there because all of us have habits that we've created uh, consciously or unconsciously, right? And they dictate pretty much how you feel, how you move, how you interact with others. Um, very cool. So just so I can share a little bit more about the structure of your business, Habit Better offers courses. I understand that journaling is sort of the cornerstone that it all begins with. Um, what are some of the other uh, tools that you teach within your stru uh, course structure? Yeah, so we use, like you said, we use um, guided journaling as that cornerstone, right? And And really that kind of came to me like while I was on a run. And- um, Is that you know, one of your so, habits? Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, movement, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, exercise, movement um, is, is one of the habits that we also kind of key in on in Habit Better as part of the program. Um, but really like it, it's all about kind of, um, humans are really bad at being consistent, right? You know, like <laughs> even if it's good for us, we're just not great at it. And so Habit Better, the program, you know, incorporates uh, it, guided journaling in order to train your brain. And, and it's about training your brain in order to find the joy and to help you accomplish your goals. So, uh, you know, subscribers can design their own and we offer kind of movement. We, we do a lot of, of things around relationship habits um, because we're not alone, you know, <laughs> everyone's together with other people in some way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. um, and we allow people to kind of pick your own, you know, adventure type of thing because everyone's unique. Mm -hmm. Everyone finds joy in unique ways and in different areas of their life. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, we kind of use that guided journaling to really help people build the habits that they want and, and to bring them in, focusing more on what you want to achieve as far as like joy in your life is a big one for us is, is finding joy. Mm -hmm. And we were very clued in. I think when Sean first brought this idea to me, um, the way this kind of shaped out is we were thinking about this thing that we all kind of do, right, as humans, where we look at like other people who are successful and we think, oh, that's the formula for my success too, right? That's the formula that I can use to achieve. And while there are some, like Sean was saying, some great cornerstone habits that like really like um, are, are build a great foundation for your life, we can't, we all are so different and we're all so unique. And so we didn't want to be like, here, here's this one thing that's going to work for everyone. But instead be like, let, let us help you um, explore what's really going to create joy in your life um, versus like, hey, let's just do, I'll do what Tony Robbins does because he's pretty successful. You know, it's just not going to work for everyone. 
Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And probably that makes me think about why sometimes it's hard to stick to habits because you're doing something that's not fit for you. It's designed to fit somebody else. Absolutely. Which then discourages you and then you stop cultivating the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A a big part of, of our kind of uh, process of taking kind of members through is why always, always going back to why, like, why am I doing daily movement? Mm -hmm. You know, for me, is it, you know, I do triathlon. So for me, a lot of my daily movement is targeted at like training for a race. Mm -hmm. Um, But for someone else, it might be, you know, I just want energy. So what is the type of movement that gives me energy? Because that's my why. You know, and, and kind of, then we, we help people take it even further layer by layer is like, why do you want energy? You know, because I want to play with my kids or, you know, I want to have fun outdoors or anything like that. So I think, yeah, why is, is the most yeah. important part that we really use guided journaling to help people zero in on in the different areas of their life. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. Uh, <laughs> um, part of this conversation I'm having with co-founders about this partnership dynamic um, has to do a lot with uh, wellness mentally and physically and in order to be good partners um, there's some sort of aspect where you you have to be doing that especially in a partnership uh, where there's some sort of other outside relationship um, because you need to show up in a way that's kind of different than, um, than, you know, than just two people who arrive at their workplace and work and then clock out. Right. Um, Never see them. <laughs> yeah. So to speak to that, you had alluded a little, Katie, to this brother and sister dynamic, um, the, the little sister, big brother. I'm a big sister. Nice. I adore my little brother. Um, he works for a PR company in Boston. And so as I've started my business, um, I've definitely roped him in uh, to doing some side work for us. And it's so cool and fulfilling to engage that way together. And I really wish we lived closer. Um, I'm curious as to what it was like when you guys grew up. Um, How far apart in age are you? And Sean, how was Katie annoying? (laughs) Don't answer that. Uh, so, so for, I'll, I'll take the first one. So I have some mental time to go through that second. Um, so, uh, we're, we're about three years apart. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's not, we're not far apart in age. No, um, nice to be close enough. Right. Yeah. But just far enough that when you're little, yeah, it's you know, difference. like three years is a big difference. You know, when I'm a senior in high school and she's a freshman, you know, like kind of that, that curve is pretty, is a lot more exaggerated when you're yeah. younger. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I wouldn't say annoying. I, I would say, uh, you know, different <laughs> motivations, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> if I could like, I'll paint a picture of like who we were as kids, like, and just keep in mind, like our, these core selves have not like changed that, that much. Um, so it's interesting working together, but he was the kind of little kid, like he woke up early, even as a little kid, he'd, you know, pick out his, like his polo and his khakis and he knew what he wanted to do for the day, right? Like he had a, a plan A and a plan B. And he like really went through his day this specific way, even, at, even as a kid. Whereas I, like my family wouldn't even want to go in my room because if they woke me up, Oh God, oh, it was bad. I will kill you. 
<laughs> I would like, you know, even in preschool, my mom said like, she'd have to like drag me out of bed. And then I would roll out of bed, hair all crazy, go through my pile of clothes on the floor, pick out my like princess Jasmine costume, put that on and just no plan. But like, whatever sounds fun in the moment, that's what I'm going to do. And then I'm going to abandon it if it's not fun anymore. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. <laughs> A little opposite there, a little opposite. Um, still, still both very driven though. Yeah, still so both like driven. So like just different ways of like, you know, achieving our ends, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow. Um, where did you guys grow up? El Paso, Texas. El Paso, Texas. Do you have any other siblings or is it just the two of you? We, we have one sister in the middle. She's the, the middle sister. Yeah. And wow, cool. She is currently traveling around the country doing RV life with yeah. her husband. So they quit their jobs in New York and are taking like two years on the road. So. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So you guys kind of, it seems like in your family have a little bit of this off the beaten path trend. Um, it sounds like you are all individuals and were you encouraged by your parents um, and your, your family members outside of you who are raising you to embrace your individualism like what was your outside influences like yeah 100 percent embrace who you are so you know i credit my mom and dad immensely of just not you know it was never like do this because this is what i want to do like i don't think i can remember a single time when either of my parents said something like well you need to be a doctor yeah or you know anything along those lines it was like okay well you know what do you want to do Okay, you you're going to have to work at it. Yeah. You know, that it was, you know, my dad was a big, you know, we were never allowed to quit something mid-season. So if you signed up for football or dance or theater or whatever, you signed up for the season, you had to finish the season. Now, if at the end of the season, you're like, this is not for me, like I'm done with this, then you could tap out. Mm -hmm. yeah. But it was very much like you committed to this, keep your commitments, um, but find out who you are. Like if, if baseball is not your thing, don't play baseball next season. Yeah. If, you know, dance is not your thing, don't do dance next season. Yeah. Um, so like very encouraged and very supported of like whatever we wanted to do. Yeah. Um, you know, like archery randomly, you know, I was like, I'm going to be an archer at one point. <laughs> um, I think we both did theater in high school. Yeah. She continued in college. I was a theater major at UT. Get out. Yeah, so when you have that in common. I know, I know when you said that, I was like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> I, did, I, I was like, there's, I can feel a spunky spark in there. I went to theater, yeah. I went to theater school as well, college. Sweet, yeah, we all have it, that little like, put me on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> wow, were there any entrepreneurs around you um, in terms of starting your own business? Is that something you guys saw at all as kids? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, so we had, um, you know, so my dad works, uh, he's the VP at a, a dealer group. Um, but, you know, I think we had several family friends. One of my best friend's dads it was an entrepreneur and started his own business. He runs a number of different operations um, in uh, South and Central America. Um, another family friend uh, ran uh, an engineering firm. Um, family friend was a dentist and had his own practice. So we had like a bunch of different, you know, kind of people around us um, to kind of to watch, learn from. And then I just always wanted to do my own thing. Like that was, I always had a plan. It was usually my plan. 
I, I really was like, yeah, your plan is okay, but my plan. <laughs> that dynamic still plays out. <laughs> but I, I wonder, yeah, if that's something to do with being the older sibling, because I share that quality with you very much. And, you know, um, my younger brother is four years younger. So it's kind of similar where huh. when we were younger. Um, we were very, very close. And we went through that weird teenage phase where he was like in middle school and I was in high school. And then we, uh, once he matured a bit, uh, we became very, very close again. And he's probably my best friend now. Um, and, but very much, you're going to do, we're, you're going to play what I'm going to play. You're going to dress up in the costume that I want to dress up in. You're, I'm planning the activity that we're going to do today, like my way, my way, my way. Um, so I wonder if that's just because, you know, you be, you're the older sibling and then you see your little siblings come along and you feel kind of responsible for them in a way. Um, sort of like, you know, not a, another parent, but there's, there's definitely this sort of protector. Like I want to yeah. keep a safe feeling. Oh yeah. I, I would say that has actually been one of the coolest things about working together. So because there's that like, you know, I'm going to lead the way, it's my plan, you know, like that's my natural inclination. But when we started working together, it really, it was really, really awesome to be able to say like, man, she knows so much that I don't know. And she has a plan about how to talk to people, how to communicate, how to get our message across, how to help people develop the habits that work for them because of her, you know, her therapy background. And, and, you know, I think to me, that was the coolest part of like, oh, baby sister has a plan. Mm. And that's the, like, that's the right plan. Yeah. Um, and so I think like, as siblings, like that aspect of growing the relationship and expanding kind of the levels of respect um, and, and kind of the dynamics was, was really, really cool um, for, for me to experience, yeah. especially as an older brother. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So what are, what are some of the strengths you think you bring out in each other? He definitely gives me structure. Um, and, you know, even <laughs> forced upon me or not, you know, he, uh, he he's, holds me accountable, gives me structure. I mean, I remember the first time he introduced this, um, and it's, it's a wonderful, you know, regimen for building a business, but it's called sprint planning to where, um, Every do you okay? Are you familiar with that? So, so Katie, my theme this year was actor be, uh, starts tech company. Um, yes. So as I got into this world of scrumming, and I I, I do uh, know you are a scrum master. Scrum yeah. master. Um, yes. Yeah. You know what sprinting is? I experienced our first sprint last September when we started to build our app. Okay. Nice. Yes. So, you know, like it's, it work. it's really great, right? It's fantastic. But when he came to me with this whole, like, Hey, every day at the same time, we're going to have a 15 to 20 minute meeting where we talk about what we're doing that day and see if we have any blockers or anything. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but what if I'm, I might be working out during that time? Or what if I'm at the beach or what if I'm this? Right. And he's like, he's like, you put it in your calendar. And I'm like, what calendar? <laughs> 
So he, you know, I, I now I see the benefit of sprint planning for sure. And he has provided that. We actually paused sprint planning for a while and she asked for it back. Yeah, I did. I was like, Ooh, <laughs> that does hold me more accountable. So I think he's given yeah. me those skills and I've realized I never would have sought them out myself, but I'm like, Oh, this works. This is, wow. this is good for me too, to keep me on track and make me feel like we're collaborating. So, yeah. What about for you, Sean? So, I mean, Katie brings ba like balance to the structure, right? Um, I think, <laughs> you know, allowing space for creativity, um, you know, because sometimes, you know, just my personality with the plan and the structure. Very decisive. Yeah, very decisive. Like, I, I look at things, I read down the list, I might make a cost benefit, then I decide, and then I'm ready to go. Yes. And like, I'm, I'm just ready to go. And Katie brings a lot of like, okay, well, did we look at it from this side? Did we, you know, did we look at, did we really put ourselves in this other person's shoes? Mm -hmm. Because I'm thinking about it from, you know, like CEO company, like this is what we need to do. She's like, okay, well, how does that, you know, how does this impact the other things that, that we, we need to take into account? So I think that's really good. As well as sometimes when I decide something, I'm like, all right, cool. So he's like, should should we tweet about it? <laughs> he like immediately wants to like if, if he makes a decision, he's like, okay, it's happening, 100 miles per hour, and I'm like, wait, <laughs> hold on, let's strategize. We gotta like thinking about branding and marketing. Like we gotta like make this an announcement. We gotta like build anticipation. He's like, no, I've already decided. Everyone knows. He's like about to go on like Instagram Live. Like, hey, everyone, <laughs> what we're doing now? <laughs> like, wait, <laughs> wow. You got it. It's funny though, because even in the, the very opposite natures you're describing, there seems to be a lot of synergy, like, because this kind of like yin yangy thing, like they both, they click in, they work and they support yeah. each other. Um, in the way that comes out and how you operate, um, is it, I know you both have different roles with, within Habit Better. Um, how much of it is it divide and conquer? How much of it is we collaborate on this together? Yeah, we, I mean, so we always come together for the strategy, for the big picture stuff. Um, I'm often popping over here to his house in order to like, you know, flesh out the ideas or flesh out the master plan. And then we kind of, I don't even think we, we plan to do this. We naturally then took that giant plan and like grabbed our pieces, like our, the things that we're naturally good at or like our pleasure points and divided it that way. And then we kind of go off, do it, and then come back together for the master plan and it it actually, we eased into it quite nicely. So it wasn't, yeah. yeah. It, we, and we had a lot of kind of natural like tendency divisions. So, yeah. you know, like because I'm an MBA, because I'm a scrum master, I'm like, okay, well planning out the, you know, my specialization was actually finance in my MBA. So, okay, so I'm gonna plan out the finances, operations, you know, structure, start thinking, you know, like, okay, you know, we're gonna develop an app, you know, so we're, we're in the middle of developing an app right now um and it's like so i'm kind of playing those like okay i'm gonna interview people for this i'm gonna do that um and she you know has the natural expertise as a therapist the courses and everything so she's doing a lot of content development mm -hmm. like how are we going to talk to the you know to people who join yeah. um and things yeah. like that and and we both enjoy those things yeah you know like we i think because we we both did graduate degrees that we wanted to do you know we didn't just go and do it because like that seemed like a good check mark to, to do that naturally we like enjoy the tasks involved with that. Yeah. Wow, beautiful. 
What about um, working in this pandemic state? Uh, obviously, you're together right now. Katie, it sounds like you're over at Sean's house. Um, mm -hmm. You guys working remotely, you're trying to still come together. Um, how, how has it been? Yeah, we kind of formed a pod from pretty yeah. early on because we knew we were like, we're going to want, like, even outside of the business, it's like, no, we like, we want to hang out together. You know, we want to be able to and hang my out. My son, a, Kellen. Yeah, know. I wanted to, I really, you know, I'm obsessed with his son. And I was like, I need to be able to be a part of this baby. Um, so we, we, you know, created our pod and are very careful outside of that. But we actually, we come together quite a lot. Um, it's interesting working, We when we first started, we kind of had an office space that we would go to, um, and now it's coming here. So the shift that I've seen the most is that, you know, he, he has a toddler who wants to run around, so it's not like structured meeting, it's we're having a meeting and I'm like running around following his, his little son Kellen as he's pulling stuff off the walls and then the puppy runs in the room and it's just like it's chaos but we're like above the chaos being like okay so tomorrow we're gonna and then and are you gonna have that done by this time and like grabbing things all around us which like, I think is fun. So it's constantly uh, telling the puppy and Kellen to to stop eating things. Yeah. There's <laughs> <laughs> like Take that out of your mouth. What Puppy, you take that out of your mouth. <laughs> wow. It's funny you said that because something I've been thinking about, um, we have a ch tiny little chihuahua, a chihuahua yeah. who is aware she's about to lose her uh, position mm -hmm. as, yeah, as, as baby. And um, I've been reflecting on like how we're going to help this relationship. And I was like, well, we'll be at the point when the when the baby starts to drop food on the floor and Lola can go eat it, that she'll realize um, they have a there's some they're symbiotic. Um, yes. depend on each other then. And I was like, that's the point where I I think they'll click. Yes. Uh, but yeah. until then, who knows what's gonna happen? That's so funny you said that. Stop eating this. Stop eating. That. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's and I think you'll see. At least I've seen the relationship between his son Kellen and the dogs really blossomed when he started dropping food towards right. them. Yeah, it'll work. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> oh man, I'm loving this conversation around um, this beautiful family dynamic. What do your families outside of you guys think of this endeavor you've embarked on? Supportive, they get it, gung-ho. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah, very supportive. I'm kind of you know, story of our life, right? Like our parents have always been super supportive of, of us taking, um, you know, new direction and everything kind of, you know, um, always wanting us to be a little bit practical, you know, mm -hmm. I, I think like, you know, balance the, the risk taking, especially for me with a family. Um, you know, um, my, my wife is a professor, so I, you know, we, we have dual income, which is nice and, and offers some stability, mm -hmm. but, um, you know, still just making sure that you, you, you kind of balance everything like that. You know, my dad is like, you're responsible for a child now. So yeah. keep that in mind, but still like, do it. Like you, you, if, if this is what you want to do, if you think this will work, do it. Yeah. Yeah. I think the same, same for me, families and, and partners, very supportive of, of kind of starting this business together. I do though, remember, a, you know, a couple phone calls with my mom where, um, very supportive of us starting a business and then also kind of a curiosity if not a, a little bit of a worry about 
well, but are you guys maintaining like your relationship as brother and sister? How is this going to impact um, you guys as, as siblings, right? Because in, you introduce starting a business together, um, it, it can get difficult. And it did get difficult at the beginning. Oh, yeah. I can't tell you how many difficult conversations we had to have. Because I mean, as you've heard throughout this entire conversation, it's, we work differently. Yeah. Um, and we had different fears going into this, right? And sometimes those fears would kind of butt heads. Mm -hmm. And I think our saving grace and what, you know, made my mom feel safer about this is um, we were willing to stay in the difficult conversations and talk explicitly about like, this is the fear that's going on for me. Like, and when you say that, it actually triggers this, this part of me that's worried about, you know, getting trapped in something or for him, like, you know, Katie, when you talk about starting your private practice at the same time you're doing this, I'm worried that you're going to, you know, I'm going to lose you. Right. Um, and those were hard conversations to have, especially at the beginning when kind of defensiveness pops up and we squabble like brother and sister, but we developed really good communication habits through it. And I think if us without having those difficult conversations in the course of our life, we want to have grown as close as we have now. Like it's definitely opened up a different door in our relationship to where we can be like really open and honest with each other. And we're able to hold space for each other's differences and strengths. So it's, it's worked out really well in that way. So that yeah. was really the only worry from family, but we're like, we got it guys. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> the, the vulnerability is really key. Yeah. Really, you know, really crucial. And it's something that, you know, I think um, unfortunately in, in kind of normal corporate settings or business settings, nobody's willing to be vulnerable, mm -hmm. you know, like nobody wants to kind of show their, their belly and say like, this is what I'm actually afraid of. You know, this is where this is coming from. And so you get a whole bunch of people like dancing around this central thing and thinking that the person is attacking them when in reality, the person is just scared. Yeah, right. Like, like anger is a secondary emotion. Um, you know, like most of the time you're just scared of like, what is, what is the fear? And I think, you know, kind of Katie being a therapist, having the ability to like have those explicit conversations and give me the space to be vulnerable and saying like, this is why I'm, this is why I'm reacting like this. I'm like, I'm terrified of this or like, I'm concerned about this. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that vulnerability is, is critical to having those explicit conversations. Yeah. Um, so that you can address it, understand the other person and then move forward. Yeah. And that's the superpower I think I'm picking up on in these chats with founders is that when there is this uh, other factor such as husband, wife, brother, and sister, um, that keeps you together, the, there's, um, you have to figure it out because at yeah. the end of the day, you're not going to walk away from this person, this relationship. Yeah. So, so, so that you must, you must figure out how to make it work. Um, because you might be having dinner with them later or sleeping next to them or yeah. to babysit, like what it, whatever it may be. And that, um, pressure, not in a bad way, I think is actually a good thing because then it, it makes you stick in the conversation. Like you just said, um, yeah. we have to come to an agreement. We have to come to an equilibrium in a way mm -hmm. so that we can do what's best, not just for our business, but for each other, because you, you know, you guys love each other. Right. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You totally. want it to work. And, and, and I think that, that, that willingness to like, we want this to work is what makes these partnerships really strong. 
Um, yeah, I would agree. Absolutely. Kind of, yeah. And I, and I can see where, um, you know, if there's something toxic in your family or your relationship that's unresolved, how it would negatively impact your business. Yeah, I and I, and I see that perspective when, you know, people are like, wow, you run a, a business with your husband. Like that's really crazy. Right. Um, I could never do that. Well, are you not only are you, could you not do that? Are you not doing the work in your own? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so this final question is ever slow, not redundant for you guys, but kind of right on the money. So I finished my episodes with something called the statement sip. It's a mantra or a quote that, um, my founders share with me this season, uh, because as we just said, we were talking about being uh, healthy individually, being healthy in our relationship so that we can have a good business partnership. I'm asking founders to share their own personal mental wellness. Um, sounds like you guys have a lot of hacks and tips as that's exactly what your business does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to some things you personally like to do. Um, what are some of the ways you keep yourselves mentally healthy? Yeah, for me, so we, we talk a lot about, we call them fillers, right? It's the thing that's going to fill up your reservoir um, because naturally that reservoir gets depleted, right? And if you don't fill it back up, then you're sucking mud. And if you're sucking mud, you're, you're not doing anything great. Um, for me, I have to um, take time to be outside and do a physical activity. So I recently took up longboarding, um, which is super fun, if not like a little scary. I definitely like package myself up and all the guards. Um, <laughs> I look like a pink marshmallow man because, you know, that's just how it flows. But um, I, I take time to do something that's fun and active because my entire life, that's always been what motivates me and what drives me. Um, and when I do that, I come back to this business partnership more clear, more ready to focus. And if I don't, Sean will attest to this. I'm like, <laughs> like all over the place. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. What about for you, Sean? Uh, my, my morning routine is, is probably my, my biggest thing. So I meditate, uh, first thing when I wake up, uh, do a journal session, um, and then a morning run. Oh, well, swim, bike, or run, depending on, depending on the day. I haven't been able to swim in a while with the pandemic, but yeah, for me, it's, it's that routine. Um, and then reading, reading is like probably my biggest yeah, filler. Um, I'm a big sci-fi fantasy nerd. So yeah. So typically that's like, if I'm not reading like something to study, uh, I'm, I'm all about like sci-fi fantasy. So. Cool. Cool. Oh, that's been. <laughs> Oh, well, Sean and Katie from Have It Better, thank you so much for sharing what it's like to run a business uh, with your beloved sibling. Um, <laughs> uh, all of the exciting and truthful bits inside of that. I hope that this episode, if you are out there with a sibling um, thinking of starting something or maybe going through some growth pains um, that you guys can uh, look to this episode and feel a little bit inspired and then check out some of the tools from this um, what sounds like an incredible curriculum to sort of readjust your heart a little bit and mm -hmm. finish out 2020 strong yeah. yes awesome well you guys that that is the tea thank you so much cheers to the both of you cheers, cheers thank you, you.
another episode of Tea with Abby. We'll see y'all later. All right. Bye. Thanks so much for watching Tea with Abby. Be sure to click subscribe and smack that like button so you can stay tuned. <laughs> smack that like button. See that like button? Smack it. Thanks so much for watching an episode of Tea with Abby. Be sure to click subscribe and smack that like button so you can stay tuned with new episodes all year long. And if you want to learn more about Blended Sense, visit us at our website, www.blendedsense.com, or follow us on social at Blended Sense or at blendedsense.io. See you next week.